Hey everyone, if you consider yourself a compassionate and kind person, someone who is an empath, like I like, like I, I prefer to refer to refer them. If you con- consider yourself a, someone who believes in living with empathy for humanity, then you must avoid narcissistic people. Let me tell you why. Welcome back to the show, everybody. This is another episode of Diary of an Evolving Nurse. I am your host, Namdi. Once again, your humble host. So glad to be here every day sharing my thoughts with you, sharing my beliefs in empathy and service, because I believe those are the cornerstones of life. Those are the things that bind us together as a society. You can't live among people of different goals, different aspirations, different backgrounds, different ethnicities, and expect to live in harmony without empathy as the glue that bring, that keeps you together. I want to focus specifically in this episode, I want to focus on the relationship between compassionate people or empaths and narcissistic people. Understand that these two people, when they come together, they are toxic and don't, and things don't naturally, don't organically work when these two kinds of individuals come together. And, I, and the reason why this happens, probably, let's first establish a baseline. Empathy is the ability to see yourself in another person, to walk in another person's shoes, to see the world through another people person's perspective. Uh, while most people who are em- who have empathy are considered to naturally give a lot of themselves, they are also, for the most part, emotional sponge because they absorb all the feelings of people who are around them and they take on your suffering. When you meet someone who is an an empath, they strive as much as they can or do whatever they can to make you feel comfortable, to help you, to uh, assist you in achieving your goals. That's an ideal empath. Now, on the opposite side of the spectrum, the narcissist, the, the narcissist is a taker. I can point out to you several people who... In, in leadership or in uh, you know celebrities who are considered narcissistic, but I would you know you know I'll leave that out. But the definition of a narcissist is: I want you to imagine a wounded animal, and because that animal is wounded, they walk around in pain, and all they can think about is causing harm or causing other people, other animals around them to feel the pain that they are going through. A narcissist it goes around inflicting pain and damage to the people who are around them. They cause chaos. 
And this is because this is all they understand. That's their modus operandi. That's that's how they understand the world is supposed to cater to their emotions. So on one end of the spectrum, the empath is a, a natural organizer, a natural uh, a person who provides healing to people who are around them. They will do whatever they can to ease the pain that people around them are going through. But the narcissist does the exact opposite. So when these two people come together, it doesn't matter under what circumstances, whether it's a professional relationship or a romantic relationship, it just, it never works. If you find that you're in a relationship with a narcissist and you're an empath, I advise you to reconsider that relationship because over time, you know, and statistics and research have shown that it just doesn't work. It never does. It is also have, however, it, it's, it's very important that we understand that you can't change anyone. People naturally pick their kind, you know, typically, uh, you know, when you're young, when you're, um, I want to say under 11 years old or you still are moldable. You still can adapt to, you're still trying to find yourself. But the older you get, you get pretty much stuck in your ways. You, you've pretty much decided on what kind of person you are or what makes you, makes you tick. And at that point, it's a, fruit, it's a futile, futile effort to try to change an adult. You can support, you can encourage, you can educate, but trying to fix someone, it's a, it's a, it's a tough battle. It's a tough work. You can't force people to become someone that they don't, you know, they don't want to be naturally. They have to be ready to uh, want to be that person. You know, it doesn't, I, I picture myself, uh, you know, years ago when I was going through a rebellious phase. It doesn't matter what message that I heard. It doesn't matter what kind of people what mentors were in my life or people who were speaking to me trying to give me positive advice it was like pouring water on stone it didn't it didn't sink in i needed to be at a place mind and uh but physically and mentally to receive that message so narcissists they usually wants to be in relationship with empaths. And this is because it, empaths allow them to constantly soak in that uh, energy from them. It's like an empath is a sponge and the narcissist comes around and takes from the empath, keeps taking from them until the empath is completely emotionally drained, exhausted, and just incapable of giving any more of themselves. 
But because the narcissist innately wants to heal or wants to fix, I'm sorry, the empath wants to heal and fix the narcissist, they stay, they hang around because they feel that one day this person is going to turn around and change and become the person who, they're, who they, they have the potential to be. But in reality, it, it doesn't work out that way. The narcissist sees that given attitude in the empath, that loving, that, that kindness, uh, and you know that devotion to them. And that's what the narcissist craves. The narcissist craves someone who's available to listen to them, to uh, cater to their ego. But unfortunately, it doesn't work, work out well for the empath because they end up empty. Uh, the other thing that I also want to identify is that the, the, uh, you know, the narcissist manipulates this em the empath because they have a way with their words. They, you know, the, they, they have power tactics that they use to keep that empath in a subordinate position. And most times the empath don't have the natural uh, strength within them to fight that, you know. So typically uh, what happens is that the empath stays in a state of denial. You know, because that it, most times empaths, they can tolerate a lot. You know, they can tolerate a lot of things as long as they have a time to relax and come back and, uh, you know, recharge themselves so they can tolerate it and they keep going. It, this relationship can last for months, years, even years. Um, they, but no matter how long it lasts or how long the relationship lasts, there's never really a healthy balance between a narcissist and an empath because the, the real reason is that the the empath is giving too much of themselves and the, and they're not being met at the same level or with the same uh, level of giving that they're putting out. There's no balance in that relationship. So again, let me remind you, let me go, you know, bring it back to the initial statement that I made. If you're in a relationship with someone who has identified that you've identified narcissistic behaviors in their, uh, in them, and it's very easy to spot this kind of behaviors, you know, a, overinflated ego and inability to be compassionate to you know, and, and uh, constant drive to win at all costs. You see them, you see how they behave, how they talk. They're not a lost cause. I'm not saying that we should ignore them or we should not uh, try to help them out. But my advice is that you as a compassionate person, thread so carefully, protect yourself and understand that when that you as an empath, as that compassionate individual, 
you are strong. You are enough for yourself. You are all that you need. You don't need a narcissist in your life to validate you. That narcissistic behavior towards you is not a reflection of your weakness or your flaws. You are enough and you are capable. I want you to I want to continually remind you of that. There's no need to settle with a narcissistic individual. The world is big. There's so many people out there, like-minded individuals that you can pair up with that will support you and help you grow and help and build you rather than take from you. I wish you all well, and I'll be back in the next episode. Uh, Feel free to reach out to me. Uh, These thoughts come to me, and I want to share them because they're, uh, you know, my goal is to impact the world in my own little way. Uh, I believe in an abundance. I believe that there's enough for all of us. You know, I have done my best to get rid of a scarcity mindset because I know that the more I can give out into the world, the more positivity I put out there, there's going to be more coming my way. I hope that this message reaches you and is and fills you and meets you at that point where uh, it leaves you at a better place than before. Thank you for listening.